Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session starts soon. Please fill the form provided in the chat box to answer your question effectively. Hi, this is Rahul ready for us to answer the question. If you can fill the Google Sheet, it's going to help us a lot, guys. So those people who fill the Google Sheet, and if you have a newcomer in there, please let us know. Kiran? Kiran? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So... um uh my question is like it's related to the i140 validity mm-hmm. um i was actually i'm not in the us now uh, i mean mm-hmm. uh, uh, i when i was in uh, i moved out from us in 2018 so it's it's my fifth year but uh, once i moved out of us um, my i140 was approved so mm-hmm. i heard somewhere that if it is like you know uh six years if i am away out of, outside from the us the i140 will become invalid uh, mm-hmm. is that true? um uh, no uh, if the i140 is not withdrawn for the uh, i140 is not withdrawn for the six months is that right no it's not after withdrawn it's approved, uh, if it's it's not withdrawn for the first six months uh, after it's been approved so no there is no six years sir it's actually 90 years uh or oh, 9 years no i said 90 why not 91 oh. years i expect you to be dead by the time <laughs> yeah that is true i'm lucky if i'm 90 years <laughs> okay yeah. no i said 90 from now okay i said 90 okay. from now okay okay, okay then. next oh. you can always come back since your i140 is approved not been withdrawn next person please disha Uh, hi. Um, so I have a question. I have a counselor process uh, H1B approved. Uh, it was uh, approved under CAP subject last year. And now mm-hmm. my new employer is uh, uh, basically uh, going to file it um, a new petition using CAP exempt. So what would be the chances that it will go through? Uh, the new employer will so, also be a H1B prospect. So, so he's going to use the previously filed H-1B, not the lottery that he got it, is that right? This, this, this guy did not apply in the lottery, is that right? The second no. guy? Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is- you, uh, If he's going to use the other company's H-1B, you have about 60%, chance, 50% chance, I would say, to get it approved, man. Because okay. technically, the USCIS says that since you have not got the stamping, not got the identity food, you're not counted towards the new number. That's what they are telling, but some of the officers interpret otherwise. Okay. okay. 
and the grace period like if my current employer revoked this h1b which is counselor mm -hmm. process again uh, does that 60 days again like count towards uh, the uh, i mean transfer or cap exempt uh, repeat period? again ma'am i didn't follow you disha yeah yeah so if this h1b is revoked because i am in the process of leaving my current job so once they revoke this counselor process h1b uh, mm -hmm. will my new employer still be able to file it under cap exempt Within sixty uh, days. No, the sixty days is not applicable, though. Disha, I will tell you one thing, though. If the company yeah. that you are working right now Sorry. files the H one B transfer, you have hundred percent chance of getting through uh, instead of going through the new company. So, change of status, you mean to say, in current company? Current company, you have hundred percent chance of success. Yeah, for change of status, right? I am currently in right. US F one O. I know, but with the same company. You have hundred percent chance of company. If it's a different company, you have fifty percent chance. If it's been withdrawn, it's going to go down more. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Thank you very much. That helps a lot. Next person, please. Jayesh Rathod. Hello. Um. Hi. Uh. Thank you for doing this. Um. My name is Jayesh Rathod, and uh, we have been uh. So I was a part of a company called Abbott, and we got laid off in March. Second, twenty twenty three, they provided us a uh, a payment pay pay stub up till May first, mm -hmm. and uh, and they said that uh, Abbott's gonna withdraw the visa H one B visa on May first after the pay stub is ended, and okay. I just wanna ask when will be the grace period will start? So when, just when did when when did they terminate your job? In March second. Right now, the USCIS interpreting as May first as where the sixty days starts, but they can always reverse it as May March first though, or March second. They can always reverse it. Okay, because uh, it happens with me previously also. Um, in last year also, I was a part of laid off. and uh, in california that was a california company and that did the same thing they gave me two years or uh, two months of pay and said that the grace period will start after that and uh, i applied okay i right Sorry. now they are interpreting it that way as i said i agree with you on that but they can okay. change it at any time jayesh okay okay next person please amit Amit Tiwari. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for uh, you know uh, inviting me to this. So my question is: uh, This was my last try for H one B, and unfortunately, my H one was not picked up in this year's lottery. And currently, I'm on STEM OPT. Uh, mm -hmm. My question is: uh, I'm actually applying for day one CPT, and I've also received an admit from one of the universities. So the thing is, my uh, STEM OPT will be expiring on June. And my F one visa will be expiring on July. So uh, first is, will I be? So is it possible to get on a day one CPT before my uh, you know STEM OPT expires? And uh, will my employer first be able all, to? First of all, first of all, the first of all, the passport stamping has irrelevant for you. Even if it expired already, it does not matter. The question okay. is that can you get into the day one CPT? Yes. Is it legal to get into day one CPT? We don't consider them as legal universities. We consider them as 
they are all fraudulent. That's our opinion. Okay. And then what about the next year's H-1B lottery? Uh, will I be able to sign up for H-1B with the expired visa? As long as you're maintaining the legal status, so your visa is irrelevant. You can stay in the country. Let's say, for example, you take a doctorate degree, okay? And mm -hmm. your visa expired. Can you stay in this country legally? Yes, you can. Can you apply for the H-1B lottery again? Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. got it. Next, Thank you. Next person, please. Anybody who's a newcomer, if you're filling the sheet out, please mention it. Even if you have filled the Google sheet, you can mention to our team that you're a newcomer. Vijay Kumar, go ahead. Vinay Kumar. Vinay Kumar, sir. Yeah, uh, I have a question regarding, I happen to be involved with the Integrate Technologies from 31st July 2017 to 10th to, August 2017. You need, you need to have a private consultation. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm in the U.S. Did you get any notification yet or not yet? No, not yet. Yeah, I would recommend that you make your way towards Canada. Okay, thank you. Okay, because eventually they are going to get to you. Next person, please. Harish. Hello. Hi, uh, my name is Harish. And uh, so uh, this question is actually for my wife. So uh, she uh, has a, a, a valid stamp that is uh, that doesn't expire until October 2024. But then she uh, she stayed in the same company but moved to a different state, and now she's a remote worker. So she got an amendment and a new I-797 with new dates. Uh, is it required to get a new stamp if she flies to India? Or she got the amendment approved with the I-94, is right? Uh, with the I-94, yes. If she travels before October 2024, she does not have to get the H-1B stamp to come back into the United States. Okay. But when is her amendment expiring? Uh, the amendment is, uh, is still 2025. So it, it, she got so, it for another. Right. When she goes for, when she comes back, she should show the H-1B approval of the amendment. She needs to make sure that the I-94 is given until 2025, not 2024. And as soon as she enters into the country, make sure the I-94 is reflecting 2025. And if 99% of the time it will, if by any chance it does not though, contact a lawyer, there are ways we can correct it, okay? Okay. Next person, okay. please. But for her to go to India and come back using the old stamping, She's good. She doesn't have to do anything. Sriram, go ahead. Yeah. Hi, sir. Um, so this is also for my wife. Um, so she came to the U.S. in 2021 on an H-4 uh, with my H-1B uh, as the primary. Uh, since then, she got on the H-1B lottery uh, and got her own I-797. But uh, she never worked a single day for her employer because, she, you know, uh, it's a consultancy and she was attending interviews, nothing panned out. So now the employer contacted us and said uh, they've returned it to USCIS to revoke her H-1B. Um, but uh, we're still trying to understand from them as to what state that is and if USCIS has already acknowledged it. So I'm trying to understand what we need to do to ensure okay, her wait, continued wait. legal state. Yeah. She, she got a H-1B since. Right. That means that she changed the status from H-4 to H-1B. Uh, I'm not sure about that because she has an I-797, but she never worked a single day. She never got on the payroll. But does the I-797 has an I-94? Yes. That means a change of status occurred. 
Okay. When did the start date happen? Uh, April 2022. And, and until now, she never worked? Never worked. Come on. That means that she is in a violation of status from that time to right now. And if they withdraw the, if they withdraw the H-1B, she will be right. completely out. Why would you do that like that? Yeah. You need to contact an immigration lawyer immediately. I don't know you thinking that immigration is something that you're going to just play around just like the way, okay, you buy a movie ticket and you don't go for it. That doesn't work that way, okay? I see. Uh, are you, are although, you getting the point? Yes, sir. Uh, although uh, her HH4 stamp is still valid, it's still a no. problem. No, she requested a change of status that got approved with the I-94. So if they withdraw the H-1B, she's out. But not only that, after the H-1B, she's approved. She's not been working. She's not maintaining the status for one year. Next person, please. I don't know what you're thinking about immigration. Just get a H-1B and keep it on the side. It's not like a flower that you can give it to your wife. Give an extra flower. No, no, it's not like that. Next person, please. Ranga. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I saved my question in the Google Sheet. You still know I what you're doing? I got the you filed I-130 for my wife in December. Did you file? Where is your wife? Oh, you filed I-130 and 485. No, no, no. Right? So, let me let me make it clear. We I filed. I mean, I filed her 485 with mine, but her was not approved. We, our applications got separated, and then I just that, filed one. That part. But when you filed I-130, did you not file the 485? No, because she's on AP already. Because she doesn't have a rich. You can file the adjustment of status though. Oh, I did not. I mean, you 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 filed for me on I-130. You said only 130 is the best thing to right. do. Right. They time. changed the. They change their policy right now, though. Oh. You can email me, you can contact me, and then I'll work with you. Okay. Okay. And I have one other question. In the if you look at my question, actually the important one. So last year, whatever my wife's HR, I mean payroll company, they for whatever they did not do enough deductions. And surprisingly, when I'm doing my taxes, I got a large payment that I need to pay for IRS. So if I pay, if I file the taxes by tomorrow and schedule the payment arrangement with IRS, is that going to be okay? Or is it going to impact our pending applications going forward or for no. my G's? No, you should, they're good. As long as we file, it's okay. And as long as we pay them off properly, that should be fine. Right. Okay. And I'm going Thank to work with you on filing the 485 application. Thank you. And recently we even went to Mexico, came back on AP. That's perfect. And, yeah. Okay. Perfect, yeah. All right. Do you want okay. me to reach out to you? Or you can email me. Uh, I'm going to send it, send an email to you right now. Give me one second, okay? Okay, thanks, Rahul. Uh, I have left to change the fee structure because you already paid me the I-130. I right. will, okay, but I'll have to change the fee you structure. It's not signed at this time, though. Uh, but they are allowing us to file. Give me one second. I'll confirm it. I'm pretty sure, but I will look into that. One second. Okay. Good. Um, keep this gentleman unmuted and then go to the next caller, please. Naveen. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, hi, sir. Uh, thank you for giving opportunity. So I came here to US on like F1 in April 2021, sir. Later, like mm -hmm. uh, in 2022, April, my H1, uh, my H1 got picked up and mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, they processed my H1B and mm -hmm. I got approved in October, but I'm still doing my F1. Like uh, I finished all my credits, but I have to submit my project. I'm left with the project, but I'm still in my college. But so so, um, so wait, you got your you got your you got your H1B approved with the change of status approvals, right? With the energy. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, you're, but I you're didn't went to India. Yeah. Yeah. 
you, but you got the I-94, is right? Yes, yes, sir. So that means that you're not an F1 anymore. Yeah, I'm not an F1 anymore. And the other question is like, uh, now, like uh, my employer, they said like, uh, currently they want to do, because of the layoffs, they wanted to let me go off. So, and they given like April 28th is my last day. Yeah, you can you can you can file a you can file a change of employer though to some other company because you're an H1B right now. Yeah, sir. Currently, but if I don't find any employer for the next few days means like the next two months means, uh, can I go to the student back again? Can I lodge mm, F1 not, again? Then then you have to apply for F1 change of status from F1 to H1. Not advisable. Okay. You got your H1B, okay? Sir, and see, uh, I got approved on October, but my employer, what they did is like they did all the payments, taxes, tax to Minnesota, but they filed LCA to Iowa. And for last week, I asked my employer, like, why did you did this? And they were saying, like, uh, now we cannot do anything. Is that a problem for me for the next time when I'm filing H1B? Um, it may become, but what options do we have right now? Uh, okay. I'm not sure, sir, because they file all the taxes to Minnesota. I got, but yeah, they, you may, you may yeah. want to have a private consultation, okay? Okay, okay, sir. Okay, then. Thank you. Thank you Thank very you. much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, then. Um, uh, give me one second, Mr. Ranga Nanjala. Yeah, I'm going to work with you on filing the 485 application. They recently changed that advanced parole people can apply for a family base, okay? Oh. Um and give me one second. I need to change the fee structure to you. I am sending you. I am sending you the fee structure. I'm changing it right now. Give me one second. Give me one second. And we can file the four eight five. Okay. I'm changing okay. the fee and structure. I'm sending it to you. The, okay. Just I know it's part. You're gonna say yes, but is she gonna get get medicals one more time? Yes. The answer is yes. Fourth time. Okay. All right. Uh, since you. the prior date is backlog, I will give you an option if you want to get the medical or not. Um, I will do what you suggest. Get the medical. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Next question, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. So I had an LCA approved with uh, work location as a as a hotel address that I stayed last week, and uh, mm -hmm. they are going to file my H one B today, and uh, I, I'm planning to start work from tomorrow. So, but, but I'm not going to stay at that hotel. Uh, will that be a problem? You're saying your address is going to be within 15 miles. Uh, yeah, I'm just one mile away from that location. Yeah. Is it one mile or is it 50 miles? Uh, it's it's only one mile. I'm just uh, speaking about 50 mile radius or something. Uh, uh, yeah, if, as long as it's in within 30 miles, you're good. If it's more than 30 miles, you have a consultation with the lawyer. Okay, okay. So, so, okay. I can stay, yeah, within 30 miles, even from today, even with that uh, LCA and yeah. H1B. Mm -hmm. so, you okay. good. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just another question. So, I got, uh, uh, I resigned on April 7th, but uh, my H1B is going to be filed today. So, will that be a problem for the last seven days? Do I still have the grace period? You have a 60-day grace period, yeah. Even resignation, okay. Okay, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Even resignation okay. also, you have a 60-day grace period. Great, great. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Next person, please. Ivani. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question regarding my mother-in-law's B2 visa. Um, mm -hmm. She came on B2 visa in 2020 uh, due to the COVID, the flights were canceled. So we filed for an extension, uh, I filed an extension. 
but uh, it took uh, almost like more than one year to get a result. Uh, after one year, they sent a notice saying that uh, uh, her visa has been denied uh, because she wasn't here for... When did, uh, when did she left the country, though? Uh, she left on July 17th. Uh, she came here on uh, December 7th, uh, 2019. So her last day was supposed to be June, uh, but she left in July 17th. The last day is supposed to be June. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She came. When is her I-94 expired? Uh, June 6, 2020, will be, uh, the I-94 will be expired. Uh, but we filed for an extension on May 7th. So like one month okay. before. Uh, and, and then she only left one month afterwards. Then. Right, after that's correct. And then right. now it got denied. Now it got denied. That's right, yeah. Because she didn't uh, wait for the fingerprints. That's correct. Yeah. So that's the reason they mentioned in the denial letter. Uh, so my question is like, uh, she's planned to come back to US uh, probably in like a couple of months. So will there be any problem uh, while she's coming back uh, to US? Or the no, it will not be. But make sure, make sure that, make sure that she carries that she filed the extension, the extension was pending when she traveled, even though it got denied later on, she needs to carry mm -hmm. all that information. Okay, so the uh, the letter we file, I mean the confirmation letter saying that we filed mm -hmm. for extension. Uh, so we need to carry uh -huh. that letter and the denial uh -huh. letter also, right? Right, right. She needs to carry those things. Okay, and that should be fine, right? Uh, that should be fine because all they need is that did you file the extension the proper timing or not? That's what they are looking okay. at. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye -bye. Pavni, Sonali, Kiran. All right. Um, uh, my question again, uh, like um, on the I-140, I, my I-140 is filed uh, outside of USA. I hmm? never worked for the company that they filed it. Uh, so since it's been more than six months, so can I, even though I didn't work for them, can I transfer, if, if needed, can I transfer that to a different employer? Absolutely, you can. Okay, thank you. Sudhi Mishra. Um, hi, actually, um, this is actually, you know, like um, uh, I have the EAD from my last, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, 485. Uh, now, actually, I wanted to like to change the job, but actually the new employer wants to file the H1B. Uh, mm -hmm. And they want to, you know, like uh, they said, I passed 180 days already of my 485 file. Mm -hmm. Also, my wife and spouse, they already used the 485, sorry, EAD mm -hmm. for traveling India. Mm -hmm. That one mm -hmm. So, do, uh, they wanted to file their H4 also. Mm -hmm. Do you foresee any problem? Yeah. No, I don't see any for any problem at all. So, I, I mean, my H1 and H, H4 is no problem, right? No, absolutely not a problem. Yeah, absolutely we, not a problem. Thank you. That's all. Next Hello, sir. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. So I had a I-485 interview and I took consultation from you. So mm -hmm. uh, the case status says case remain pending since my priority date is not current. So mm -hmm. it's just a waiting thing or? That's actually waiting right now. That's all. Everything worked out good for you. Uh, looks to give me one second. Let me look into the email that you sent to me. Went smoothly, not asking any job duties. Okay. Traffic tickets. Okay, everything looks good. There's nothing I need to be done for you right now. You just have to wait and, for the traffic. And he also updated my EB3, the same status. So both EB2 and EB3 have the same status. That's good. You're good there. 
Okay. And they cannot ask any other interview, right? Or... You never know. You never know. They can ask. You never know. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Next Thank person, please. Pavni, Rajesh, Ravi. I mean, if you guys fill the Google sheet out, that'll be easier for me, guys. But anyway, you're not filling it. So. Viram. Yeah. Uh, hi, sir. So this is me again regarding my wife's, you know, potential out of status thing, right? Uh, um, so I was wondering if um, I could reach out to you for a. You know, <coughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. We can work on it. I will. Uh, my colleague will give you a link where you can book a time. Okay. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Danya, Ravi, Vasu, Anu, Venkat. Yeah, Rahul. So, uh, so our our interview is done for AOS. Uh, was done back in August when the dates were current, and mm -hmm. then uh, this was Seattle, where even before folks ahead of us, when dates were current for long period, Seattle mm -hmm. was the worst uh, field office to be interviewed at, right, mm -hmm. compared to the mm -hmm. others. So. Mm -hmm. Can we can we do a litigation saying that when the dates were current and uh, when interview was done, uh, the cases were not filed in a timely or uh, or you know processed in a timely fashion? And um, I will I will present this and I will try to answer it in tomorrow's meeting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the other reason is there are lots of folks in Seattle. We have a WhatsApp group and other groups where everyone is in my current situation where family members have been interviewed. Uh, the dates were current for uh, at least six months in some cases for, after the interview, and yet the cases were still not approved. Whereas there is a, in 200 miles away from Seattle, there is a field office called Yakima. The day your interview is done, by the time you are leaving the office, the cases were approved. Just that our area zip code and all that were not uh, eligible to be uh, uh, sent to those uh, field offices, right? We just got how how we are unfortunate to be born in India, right? So we couldn't control where our interviews were scheduled. So that's what uh, you know. I was wondering if uh, we can litigate uh, such cases. You know, um, I I can I can tell you. Send an email to me. Okay. Send an email to me. Let me discuss with okay. my litigation lawyer. If needed, we, we can conduct yeah. a conference call just for you. Okay. Yeah, you that would be uh, Steve Stephen Brown, right? Yeah, yeah. That will be Stephen Brown. We'll be doing it. Yes. Okay. I will uh, CC him and uh, yeah, send an email. Yeah, CC. Yeah, send an email to me and to him. Okay. Yeah, they. Next yeah, question. I know they are. They are. Yeah, eight people at least. Yeah, eight different family sets of families. Okay, yeah. sounds good then. Thank you. Thanks. 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 Number eight two double four. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, uh, we are uh, waiting in EB2Q. Um, you know, my daughter, she's 21 already. Uh, she was included in EB2 485. Uh, but now we would like to uh, do uh, go through EB3, but she, uh, she is 21. Is there any way, um, is there any new regulation in which the new I-485 I uh, we can include? So, so, the, uh, so, so you mean to say, that uh, you're going to now file the I-140 approval is not there. Now no, you're going to we, file an we I haven't got it. Ah, we don't. No, no. Is there any way Isla or someone can do uh, some sort of, uh, you know, like uh, they changed their rule that uh, the, you know, people who are uh, aged out if the uh, adjustment update is current, uh, they can, they, you know, the aged out kids can be included. Is there any way new regulation so, no, can so, be done? So, so you need to understand when, when we go to the court, though, we have to prove that the immigration is doing against the law. Though They are not following the law or they are not following the regulation. though. 
So in your case, we can't say if you file a 485 under EB3 and they won't allow you to file the 485, or if you file it, they will deny. We can't say that they're not following the law. Okay. Okay. Can the administration uh, make any changes? Uh, is there any way we can write letters to include uh, in the kids uh, who are aged out if they have already one I-140 approved and they are in the adjustment of status that can be you know, applied to the newer I-140s as well? Um, yeah, I want you to write letters that are there that we are drafting every week. Okay, so yes, that's yes. all I can tell right now. I mean, we keep on drafting the letters. Nobody shows any interest. We keep on promoting it. I don't know. I'll give you a fresh letter that we just drafted. Uh, uh, we just drafted last week. I'll give yeah, you a link yeah. of it. Yes, yes. I already, I already did that, okay. and I follow all of your. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. That's all. That's all right calls, now. Right? We can do right now. Okay. Next okay, person, please, okay. and this will be the last person. Thank you. Thank you. It's SKV. I general question, Rahul. Mm -hmm. Are you able to hear me? Yes, I am. Good. Ah, yeah. um, my wife, uh, six years, uh, H1 is complete. And as of now, PERM uh, is filed June 2022. As of now, uh, we did not hear nothing. Uh, do you see any cases like this more than 300 days? Or is it our specific one? That looks very odd to me that your case has been pending for 300 days and no audit, nothing happened. They need to contact the Department of Labor. Okay. Yeah. Do you think like attorneys and employees are not telling the status to us? Or they are doing the um, maybe audit. They are answering the audit and they are not informing us. Uh, I don't see a reason why the lawyers have to hide the information. If there's an audit, it's an audit. Ah, yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. see a reason. Uh, but I don't know if the employer is telling the truth or not. I don't know. Okay. Uh, is it possible that it would be pending for 300 days? Yeah, there are some possibilities for it. There are some possibilities for it. Have okay. I seen some? Yes. But they should contact the Department of Labor and inquire what's going on in the case. Because yeah, that's sure. out of line. Okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.